Welcome to 95 Mac Daily for Monday, December 12th, 2022. I'm your host, Chance Miller. We are sponsored this week by Tailscale and Security Spy. Leading off today, new data published by analysts with consumer intelligence research partners offers an interesting breakdown of where most consumers in the United States actually make their iPhone purchases. While you might be led to believe that Apple stores are where most iPhones are purchased, it turns out that's not actually the case. According to the data, carrier stores, both physical and online, account for the majority of iPhone sales in the U.S. So that basically includes AT&T, T-Mobile, and Verizon stores in the United States. Mobile carrier stores and online stores account for 67% of iPhone sales, followed by Apple Stores and Apple Online at 24%. Best Buy accounts for 4% of sales, while the other category, including things like Walmart and Target, accounts for 5% of sales. The analysts believe that more than 75% of iPhone sales in the U.S., being from outside the Apple retail universe, should be viewed as a weak spot for the company. You can get the full breakdown on this new data at the link in the show notes below. In other news today, support for live activities in iOS 16.1 has been slowly expanding since the feature officially debuted a couple of months ago. When Apple first announced live activities, the Uber application was one of the examples it showed off and one of the use cases that people have been most excited about. Uber, however, didn't actually launch live activities, at least until right now. Starting in the last week, Uber has began rolling out live activities support for the Uber Rider application and Uber Eats. So for instance, for an Uber ride, you'll see a basic progress bar showing how close you are to your destination, as well as your estimated drop-off time. The drop-off time adjusts based on your actual ETA, to account for any possible delays. For the Uber Eats application, you'll see live progress of your order as it's prepared by the restaurant, picked up by the delivery driver, and ultimately delivered to your front door. Live activities appear on the iOS lock screen on any iPhone that's running iOS 16.1 or newer, and they appear in the dynamic island for iPhone 14 Pro users. As it stands today, it appears that Uber is being pretty slow with its rollout of live activities. Not everyone is seeing the new feature just yet, signaling the company is doing a staged rollout as it continues to test the new feature. You can check for yourself by downloading the latest versions of the Uber and Uber Eats apps from the App Store, and make sure you have live activities enabled for those apps by going to the Settings app, finding the Uber and Uber Eats options, then enabling the live activities toggle. We are sponsored this week by Tailscale. Setting up a virtual private network is time-consuming, and it requires a lot of IT support to configure, roll out, and manage. But it doesn't have to be that way, and that's where Tailscale comes in. Tailscale runs anywhere and lets you create a secure mesh network that you can use to easily manage access to private resources or give teams and individuals secure access to those resources without exposing them to the public internet. 
Connections between devices on your TailScale network, or the TailNet, are automatically authenticated and encrypted. TailScale allows teams to stay connected at all times with dynamic endpoint discovery and the ability to work from anywhere with exit nodes that route and encrypt traffic when teams are using an untrusted Wi-Fi connection. To learn more and to sign up for TailScale for free, hit the link in the show notes below or visit tailscale.com and use promo code 9TO5MAC. Once you install and authenticate TailScale on at least two devices, you can create your TailNet and get to work. Again, that's tailscale.com with promo code 9TO5MAC. Next up today, Apple is reportedly set to introduce a trio of new products that use OLED display technology in 2024. This news comes from reliable analyst Ross Young, who says Apple is planning new versions of the MacBook Air, the 11-inch iPad Pro, and the 12.9-inch iPad Pro that all adopt OLED displays. This is the second time Young has made these claims signaling that his sources continue to indicate that Apple's plans are moving ahead on schedule. Apple's plans to transition the iPad lineup in particular to OLED have also been reported several times in the past from other sources as well. The iPad Pro 12.9-inch currently uses mini-LED technology, which is better in some ways to OLED and worse in others. Many LED screens are made up of thousands of small LEDs arranged in multiple different dimming zones. So many LED displays can reach higher brightness than OLED, but control over local dimming is not as accurate as on OLED. Young has previously reported that the iPad Pro and MacBook Air will use OLED technology referred to as Tandem Stack. This technology can increase the brightness of OLED displays, similar to that of mini-LED, improve the longevity of the display, and reduce power consumption by as much as 30%. But one thing to keep in mind is that this transition is still two years away, so plans could change. Another interesting tidbit is that Young says the MacBook Air, with an OLED display, will feature a 13.3-inch screen size. The new design of the MacBook Air that was introduced this year uses a larger 13.6-inch display. So one possibility would be that the MacBook with an OLED display isn't actually branded as a MacBook Air, and it could be something like just a MacBook, or indicates that Apple has broader plans to shake up the MacBook lineup. Rounding out today, speaking of the MacBook lineup, over recent weeks we've seen some unreleased Mac hardware emerge in databases for Geekbench testing results, and now unreleased Macs have also surfaced in the database for Steam hardware and software, which is data collected by the Steam gaming service for things like operating system versions, model numbers, and more of those people who are using Steam for gaming. Results from the Steam gaming database for November show two unreleased Macs with model numbers that don't correspond to any Mac that's currently available. The use of these Macs is listed at less than 1%, which means that they are not being widely used, 
Instead, it's likely that a very, very small number of Apple engineers are testing the gaming performance of these Macs before they're released to the public. Apple is expected to continue transitioning the Mac to Apple Silicon in early 2023 with new versions of the Mac Studio, the MacBook Pro, and the Mac Mini, all powered by the M2 chip and the higher-end M2 Pro, M2 Max, and M2 Ultra. Something important to keep in mind is that the M2 chip that powers the 2022 MacBook Air and the latest iPad Pro is only about 11% faster than the M1, so we aren't expecting major increases in performance even with the higher-end versions of this chip. You can get a closer look at some of the early supposed benchmarks from the M2 Max processor at the link in the show notes below. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily, but before we go, we are also sponsored today by Security Spy, one of the leading makers of CCTV, or video surveillance software, for macOS. We all want to feel safe and secure, and that's exactly what a video surveillance system at your home or your business can provide. Security Spy is software designed for the Apple ecosystem from the ground up that allows you to create a professional quality video surveillance system with easy setup, no specialist hardware, and no ongoing subscription fees. With just some standard IP cameras connected to your Mac that runs the Security Spy software, you can set up a security system with Apple Home integration, recording features, artificial intelligence, and so much more. Hit the link in the show notes to check out Security Spy and get 20% off your order. Just use the code DAILY at checkout. My thanks to Security Spy for their support of 9to5Mac Daily. You can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. Follow along with me on Twitter at Chance H. Miller, and be sure to come back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.